<laughs> I, I know I turned this thing on uh, in the middle of a laugh, but oh my God, it's always an adventure with Carl. We are here at the Westwood One Lounge in the heart of Times Square for the Open Radio Podcast. I like that one. Boo, 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 boo. Um, anyway, we are here and uh, we're laughing because Carl said uh, my head hurts. And then immediately I'm thinking about his partying ways. And then he goes, no, idiot. It's because I got punched in the face, <laughs> which I knew. Right. But right away I, I go right to the, uh, oh, you must have been partying a lot last night. We're, we're uh, recording this the, the day after St. Patty's Day. So that's why I'm thinking, oh, your head hurts. We had a big meeting, and right. you're just suffering in there. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, I, I can't tell if you're hungover or not. So I'm like, oh, you must have partied so much that your head hurts. And you're like, no, you idiots, because I, I got punched in the face. I told you already. Like fucking cobwebs cleaned out. <laughs> <laughs> Over what? Oh, So I go to the bar. Was uh, it the Telemark? We are at the Telemark. That's I, a dangerous place, man. I got choked out on a past episode of the OP Radio podcast. The episode's called the Day Drinking. Ch- you asked the guy to choke you out. No, I didn't. You, you, you might as well have sent him a nice letter <laughs> on Opie Hughes' letterhead <laughs> saying, Hi, my name is Opster. You want to choke me out? The guy <laughs> was being a wise ass, and I said, Why don't you come over here and say that? So he Which is a normal thing out. to say? No, it's not. It, I, I think it's a normal thing to say when you're thinking you're among friends and friendly people, and he took his glasses off. Most of the hardcore podcast listeners know this, and he came over and he gave me a, a sleeper hold, and you sat there the whole time giggling like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, save me last minute. Last minute, just to give you a little taste. So it's not about me. That's, but that did happen to me at the telemark, and now I'm finding out that my pal Carl got punched in the face at the telemark. Oh man! So, so I get there late. Yeah, and I'm already, I'm already tuned up, man. You know what I mean? I'm feeling good. Right. So I get there, and you know me, I show up, I buy everybody shots, they're ringing the bell. It's just a complete shit show, right? So. It's the weekend, so you have all the weekend warriors there, right? And there's a bunch of women, like, in their late 40s, 50s. They love when I show up because I dance with all of them. Sure. So you put on some disco, and I'm hustling with all these ladies, like, doing the hustle and stuff. And they're literally standing on line to dance with me. <laughs> Everybody's clapping. Take a number, ladies. Yeah, literally take a number. Like you're at the deli counter. They know I'm coming. They're all, they go to the bathroom. They put on their lipstick. <laughs> I've seen this. So. It's the truth. If you're sitting there thinking Carl's exaggerating, not at all. Nope. So, uh, so I'm dancing, and I'm with a couple. I'm with two dudes, but they uh, they go outside to smoke the reefer. Nice. So now I'm by I'm by myself with all these girls, and there's this dude uh, never saw him before, just eye fucking me. Really? Just, for, I'm looking at him from the corner of my eye. I'm dancing with everybody. So I'm trying to do the math. I'm like, am I dancing with his girl? Right. Odds are you are. Odds are I are, or I did. Or it finds you attractive. Either way. That's, that's the only two options I'm thinking in this scenario. Yeah, well, yeah. 
Yeah, you just creep me out. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what? Why else would he be eyeing you? You're either like you talking dance. to his chick, right? Or you know. So I'm doing. My kid was young though, right? Like late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. Good, good shape, construction worker, dude. I find out later, but you know, maybe five ten. Right. You know, five ten, one eighty. You know, like, kids, kids are kids are right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's mean mugging me, mean mugging me, mean mugging me. I go back to I go buy him to do a shot at the bar. Someone bought me a shot, and he says something, fucking loser or something. I'm like, what? That was it, bro. He was just waiting. Wow. He fucking turns around, punches me dead in the fucking face. Wow. You see my, you see my eye? It's nice, right? You got a nice shiner, man. Fucking my glasses went into another orbit. My glasses <laughs> were in 1987. <laughs> And I know, I know your glasses are askew <laughs> because Carl took them out uh, or took them off. Sorry, uh, Carl took his glasses off at McDonald's. We met up this morning, and he got me a, a coffee, and I think you were eating a, a cheeseburger. <laughs> like Carl, take full 30. blown, full blown I'm, dinner. I'm like Carl, take thirty in the morning, but that doesn't stop uh, Carl. No. And as a goof, I wanted to put your glasses on, and I couldn't because they're the the whole the the right arm is pretty much falling off. Your glasses Yo. and he goes oh uh, yeah that's from the punch last night <laughs> so so i take a swing at him right i take a swing at him break I, I graze his face right but i didn't i didn't connect right right so then when i felt my fist go past his face i went into a headlock and then we both both went down to the ground wow then the fucking parade of fucking 50 year old women get off of him <laughs> they would die for me there was fucking women on the floor every i mean people screaming in unison they're all yelling that's my man get off of my man someone hit the cuban fucking i mean you should have seen it looked like a fucking like a scrum at that point yeah right? it was it was a shit it was show. on i got i i was lucky i fell on top of the kid right then I got him with like a clean elbow, opened his fucking side of his head up. Nice. Not just a cut, nothing big. Right. And you can see right here, that's where I got him. All right. Yeah, nice, right? Yeah, very impressive yeah. uh, elbow cut there. Nice. Uh, but then that's when I realized this kid's fucking 30 and like a bull. Right. And I'm like, bro, if someone doesn't stop soon, I'm going to get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm looking from the side. I'm like, where is my squad at, bro? Where? Because yeah. it's just me and a bunch of women. Yeah. <laughs> and this fucking little ox. Right. This ox of a kid, right? Um, couple things saved me. He was like fucking, you know, he had like $5 fucking Walmart sneakers. One of them fell off, so he couldn't get traction to get back up. He kept sliding on the on the beer mud on the floor. <laughs> and the chicken wing grace. And the chicken wing. Plus there's a 51-year-old 50, lady on top of me crying trying to scratch him. <laughs> She just met you. She just met me, and she was just like, she's in the fight of her life. <laughs> Welcome to Ruizing. <laughs> Yo, my women are fucking ruthless, man. You got a squad. And then, my, and then the dudes I was with came in. Yeah. And then they, everybody gets separated. Right. The kid's still running his mouth. Right. I'm now I'm running my mouth. Oh, you got to. Right? So now it's mouth running. Right. But now I'm like, I'm standing there. No glasses. Right. <laughs> fucking eye half closed. I'm like, all right, this is it. You know no I mean? glasses. You're not sure what you're going to hit next. I'm, I'm, I'm going to just start hitting the girls. <laughs> you're Mr. Magoo. I'm Mr. Magoo. I'm a telemark. 
All I know is I, I got no glasses on, and all the girls look really hot now. <laughs> all of a sudden, Carl's fighting the dartboard. <laughs> <laughs> I got the dartboard in a headlock. <laughs> and uh, and my boy comes in. He's like fucking six, I don't know, six four, just a beast. Our pal? Our pal. And he comes in, and he's like... I know what we're talking about. Yeah, he goes, what the fuck is going on? He goes right to the kid. The kid, yeah. kid, the kid looks up and sees this one. He goes, I'm going to shoot you. And the kid said that? To my boy. And my boy, calm as shit, goes, you're not going to shoot me. Why would you say something so crazy Right, like right, that? right. And then, uh, and then he, he turns around, he looks at me, he goes, Carl, get your shit. You're on TV. Get the fuck out of here. Right, of course. And then they put me in a car like fucking Secret Service. He's pushing me out. I'm screaming. So he's pushing me out backwards. All the women are fucking hugging me. Fucking <laughs> one girl. I don't know how, where she got like a wet wipe, and she's cleaning my face like the shrouded Turin. <laughs> I was like Jesus. <laughs> they're throwing themselves on the car like it's a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Look like the Biggie like Smalls the- funeral. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, man, we're just trying to get Carl out of here. Oh, you thought Princess Di just got <laughs> shot. <laughs> so. My man. Oh, no. Dodie Alfayette. And you only met these women that day. Not even in 10 minutes, but yo, a little salsa, a little disco. I, fucking, that'll go a long feels. way. It right? goes a long way. All right. And uh, did you ever find out what his issue was with you? Kid, kid, the kid's been banned from every bar in the area. Bad, bad life. Bad life. I'm not mad at the kid. You and he just mean? wanted... Uh, he took a clean shot. I took a clean shot. We're good. You know what I mean? That's, you think you're good? I'm fine. And he's fine? He's better than me. Right. Fucking my glasses are all weird. My fucking head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's 30. He could have fought three more fucking times. Oh, man. You know, you fight until you get that one punch to the face and go, wow, that's not fun. Yeah, this kid hurts. All this sudden, kid hit hard. I think it happens to a lot of guys. Like... When you're younger, fighting is kind of fun. I, I kind of enjoy oh, no, it. Enjoy, Not that I was a great fighter or anything, but I, I could scrap, and I, and I certainly did in my day. And then one day I got punched in the face and got, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. That just, you know what's that gonna, just hurts. But you know what? I get, you, you, it, it was, uh, I, I kind of enjoyed it. I mean, it was fun after. You know, we all get back to the house, and everybody's fucking amped up. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then the one kid that doesn't fight is the one that runs his mouth. Right. I'm going to go get a chainsaw and a fucking hammer. I'm like, dude, you were in the car shaking like a leaf. Right. Like, you're not doing anything. Right, you're exactly. Mean, stop it. Yeah, Because exactly. everybody tries to be like all Sopranos and right. shit. So then I get a call from uh, the guy that owns the bar. He says, we got him. What do you want to do? I said, what do you mean, what do I want to do? It's over. Right. We shot the fair one. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He says, good for you, Cuban. You're a real man. Yeah. Have a good night. And Come then, by tomorrow for a shot. We'll put some ice on your face. Yeah. No problem. And then you I guys, said, how's the kid doing? He says, you got him good in the side of the head. He's bleeding. <laughs> I said, that's all I care about. You know what I mean? At least, at least I, didn't, I, didn't get, I didn't go down like a fucking sack of potatoes. And you know how this is going to play out? You and that kid will probably have a drink at the bar. Probably not. Oh, okay. No, it's we're cool. We're but, cool, but we're, we're not cool. like. All right. No, tra- I, I meant sisterhood a- of the traveling pants. <laughs> I, I we're meant- not going to share an Instagram account. <laughs> I, I meant a quick fist bump, a quick shot. Not that no, you're going to be pals or anything like nothing, that. Nothing, nothing. That kid. Okay. The, you know what? I, I didn't mean, do nothing to look for it. The kid was just looking for a fight. So you're hoping- and I'm a target. And I'm a. Tar- I come in fucking crazy. You think? 
I come in doing shots, dance with all the girls. Right. He's fucking sitting there with his, you know. Yeah, yeah. With his 12-year-old windbreaker just yeah, fucking yeah. running. He's probably got laid off three times this week. He just yeah. fucking wants to kill somebody. I, I, could, I could see how I could be annoying to people. <laughs> <laughs> you bring back a memory. Can I tell a quick story? Oh, please. So when you please said. Please tell a, because it's the twins. You, no, it's not a twins. We got to rest the family stories for just a little bit. Never. But I, I will tease this on a on a future episode, and hopefully in the near future, I'm going to get my uh, one of my brothers uh, to tell you know his version of some of those stories. Right. I will. I I promise you that. Oh, I'm just trying to get uh, me and my brother in the same place at the same time. He's always working when I'm ready to go. But anyway, we'll do that on a on a future episode. But it was but, awesome, man. But, I, I mean, I had a good time. You know what's great about no, not let me, great let, about fighting, but go ahead. Well, what I was gonna, what, no, go ahead, you go. No, so I was saying, what's what's cool about fighting is is um, for 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 a couple seconds, it strips all the bullshit away from everything. Right. All the yo, you know who I am. And that shit all goes away. Right. Once you start throwing punches, and and I'm looking around the room, and it's just like there was like three dudes there that could have easily fucking jumped in. Right. They were frozen. Right. And you see these women, they were like, fucking, oh, hell no. Hell no. Right. You know, and there was this one kid who's like, he's always there talking tough and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, fuck, I'll run you over my car. Like, stupid shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was white as a ghost, and he's just screaming, enough, enough, <laughs> enough. <laughs> you know, you really get to see who's who. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? But it, 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 like this one guy that just stood there, I saw him. I'm fucking tasseling on the ground like a crazy person yeah. with this wild boar. You yeah, know what I mean? he's just wow. standing there. I mean, 30 years old. This kid's strong. Yeah, blue collar too. Not no, you know, my dad paid for ninja classes. Like this is a real kid. This kid fights every fucking day. Tough hands, right? Fucking hands. It was like fucking. I thought it hands fell like in, cement. I thought someone threw me in the sandpaper aisle at Home Depot. Like I'm, he was like. Well, no, you mentioned that, and that's why I wanted to tell the story, because you said somewhere in there, like, the fight seemed like a good idea, and, you, you, know, you know, sometimes you do have to stick up for yourself, obviously, right. and you don't have a choice, but then you get in the situation, like, oh, shit, I hope someone stops this, uh, because I'm in deep shit. Oh, I want I'm some, in deep trouble. I want someone to stop it 10 minutes before it started. <laughs> right. <laughs> but there was a time at NEW, this goes back a long time, that Jay Moore right. uh, was pulling an elaborate prank on me and anthony with these guys i forgot their names oh uh, uh paul and billy from uh oh my god anyway oh wow T two comics right that would give us song parodies and and little bits on a cd and uh they they start an elaborate uh, prank jay moore and these two guys and where they now don't like me and anthony whatever and uh really they, someone doesn't like you and anthony <laughs> so so it got to a point and very believable that to get these guys back, I started playing all the tracks off the CD that sucked. Because they would give us a CD filled with stuff, and one or two would be worth playing on the air. And then there was a lot of hokey, hacky stuff on there, to be totally honest with you. Did they but do the Creepy Cabin song? <laughs> <laughs> Tampons in the living room. Wow. What the fuck? <laughs> I missed that voice. So... They called up the show like, oh, you think it's funny? Because I started trashing them, right? And I'm like, let me show you how bad these guys are. And I started playing the really bad ones on the oh, air because now game on, right? And Jay Moore's involved and stuff. They're, they're trying to pull an April Fool's prank. So all of a sudden, as I'm playing it, they're getting madder and madder on the phone. And then I'm playing another song parody that just sucks. And everyone's howling and laughing in the studio. Right. I think they're calling from their cars in Jersey somewhere. They're calling right outside the studio. So all of a sudden, in the middle, they're like, you think that's funny? I hope you think that's funny. 
And all of a sudden, the door bursts open. They're on cell phones. I'm like, oh, shit. So my, re- my, my first thought was to just throw my headphones to the ground, run and punch uh, Paul, who was the smaller one, in the face. <laughs> move. I, I broke his eye socket with you, my punch. You hit him? Hard. Because it was on. At this point, I'm like, they're now coming at me in my studio. Right. You know, I don't know if I'm doing the story justice. There was certainly a buildup to this point. So I went right at him and I punched him hard. Now, Billy is a big fucking guy. Right. He grabs me right away and I'm like, I'm fucked. Right. I'm fucked. I took my shot, but I can't fight this guy. He, he, he was twice my size. Right. And just when I'm starting to panic and going, I'm dead. Right. All of a sudden, Paul, as he's holding his face, (laughs) yells, it's a prank, it's a prank, it's an April Fool's prank, it's a prank. And I breathe a sigh of relief knowing now that uh, Billy wasn't going to beat the living shit out of me to defend his friend. Because he knew at that point he couldn't do that because they they knew it was a prank. And now they had to tell us it was a prank, but a little too late because now, you know, Paul has this broken eye socket, basically. Oh, fuck. And then I, uh, then I... I was relieved that I didn't get beat up, and then I spent the rest of the night hanging out with those guys, making sure everyone's cool as his eye is just <laughs> fucking <laughs> swelling up. It was like a golf ball. On the side oh, you of probably his made face. it worse too, hanging out only and apologizing every ten minutes, like making it awkward. Now there's people that are uh, way more accurate with with the old stuff than me. Maybe it wasn't a broken eye socket, but it was bad. You got it, him. Good. It, it, I got him really, really good. So. But to your point, you get in these situations where you're like, okay, I'm gonna take my, I'm gonna take my shot, but I hope someone's around to help me because I know I can't take this guy. Yeah, well, you know, there's a couple things I learned. Number one, I lost a lot of uh, push around weight that I had. Yeah, that I used to use for to my advantage. Oh right, you lost about forty or fifty. You could feel it. I'm right. a lot weaker. Oh right. That... I mean, I had the kid in a headlock barely. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, if we didn't, if he didn't have those Walmart sneakers, that guy got him all tripped up. <laughs> he lost his. Uh, he his lost footing. his footing. But if he didn't lose his footing, I would have been in a world of hurt. Right. But uh, you know, you there's a couple of things I realized. Number one, you know, at 43 is a lot different than 30. Sure. I mean, I was winded already from dancing with the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of staying alive, I was exhausted. <laughs> number two, I could still take a punch. Right. Right? Um, number three, fuck. If you don't win right away at our age, you're dead. Yeah, of course. I knew it. I knew I had maybe, maybe right. 10 more seconds in me. Right. Literally 10 more seconds. Thank God the one lady fucking right. just completely stage-dived onto the fucking dude. <laughs> I love her. Oh, I thought she, I thought she covered you up. <laughs> was taking some no, body I was for on, you. No, because I was on top. Right. Of him. I was on top of him. Okay. I, I, that, thank God I knew how to land. If right. I landed on the bottom of him, right. I wouldn't be here right now. Forget it. But, I mean, I'd be here, but I'd be like fucking whistling through my teeth. Sure, sure. But, um... Yeah, the kid made a couple of mistakes, but thank God he did. Right. Because if not, I was not. The, kid, the kid's definitely tougher than me. <laughs> well, it sounds like you had a hell of a St. Patty's Day there, oh, Carl. It was fun. Ruiz? It was fun. I had fun, and everybody had fun around me. Like, well, you know, everybody was then everybody starts laughing and joking. Yeah. And, you yeah. know what I mean? So, was, uh, so uh, did you like my corned beef and hash thing or what? what? What's your problem with corned beef? Oh, no, not corned beef and hash. Corned beef and cabbage. What, what's your problem with well, it? Well, I, I said on, on Twitter. Twitter like, you I was cocky, and then you approved me, and then you disapproved me. Well, Why did you, you disapprove being... me? Well, well, you well, can't well, approve me and then disapprove me. I already you... took the W. Because you were being cocky. 
I had to be cocky because I knew I was right. No you, one actually likes corned beef and cabbage. We make believe it every St. Patty's Day because if we liked it, we'd be eating it all year long. I learned this stuff from you, Carl Ruiz. Ruiz, let's go. I mean, you're right, but I'm not going to give it to you. I know. <laughs> and that's why I knew I had a victory. I knew you were sitting at Telemark's just steaming at my logic. I was bleeding. <laughs> you were bleeding and steaming at my logic. You're like, damn it, this guy's right, but I can't I, tell him he's right. I got into a fight just so I don't have to tweet you. <laughs> well, that's why. <laughs> Didn't we make that up in America? And supposedly in Ireland, it's more um, ham and cabbage, ham, cabbage, and potatoes. Well, here's the thing with corned beef. Corned beef has... Um, has a long history with Ireland, but it's not what you think. Yeah. Um, in the 1700s, um, that part of Europe learned how to industrialize meat production. And the reason they call it corned beef is because back then the uh, nitrates and the salts that they used to use to cure the meat was looked like corn. Right. That's why they called it corned beef. Oh, okay. So they used to cure it and then package it. Okay. And the Irish were funny. They were, they were always a poor culture. So they would package this meat, this corned meat, and, uh, and sell it to England, to, to the English. Right. So since they were poor, you know, in holidays, they would basically steal the shit from the factory and make it and eat it. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So that's where that comes from. And then uh, some asshole on tour goes, oh, you actually lose because it's corned beef and cabbage, not corned beef and cabbage. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I kind of laughed. People are so Cause, ridiculous. Because he, he was getting heated. <laughs> People get so <laughs> People get heated over the dumbest stuff. But no, corned beef isn't Irish. It's not Corned even, beef and uh, cabbage, right? Yeah, it's not even. Cabbage is just because right. that was what was available. But Ireland, Ireland's always had issues with growing shit. Right. They've um, they've always had a lot of blight. Blight is like a what goes up, you know, kills a lot of vegetables and stuff like that. Right. They had the un unfortunate event of blighting potatoes, which really hurt them. Since that's what. what they where owned. does that come from? Is it because uh, it's a bit like uh, it's over uh, over farming, usually overcrowding in farms. Oh, is oh, okay. You know what I mean. Back it's not then, the weather. Don't they have a lot more gray days and a, a little bit more uh, uh, moisture in the air? A little bit. That doesn't hurt a potato, really. Right. I think what it is, it's just over farming, not good farming practices. Right. Shitting in the fields. <laughs> you, you name it. There's a lot of things with... I think shitting in the fields helps. Do you that's have some, a, That's you, some good fertilizer right there. Not really. I think it is. Not really. Why not? You've got a lot of nutrients you're, you're pushing shit, out. Human shit's kind of weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> of all the processed food? Yeah. I'm not, but back then you wouldn't have that. But it's just, maybe back then the human I shit was I guarantee better. they were you using uh, human shit in the fields back in the day for farming. 100%. I guarantee it. Definitely they cleared out the outhouses and, and used just, it as fertilizer. Yeah, mixed it up with a little dirt, threw it in there. Why for, wouldn't you? For the winter so the smell goes away. They and probably by the composted spring, it. They used it for yeah, mushrooms. Yeah, okay. Why they? All right. Yeah, that's a normal thing. Did I blow? with my um, my cabbage fun fact about the swollen breast that's when I approved you because it was just like, you talking about titties <laughs> approved <laughs> well I was waiting too long to be a, a, a Carl does this thing now on Twitter where it's uh, Ruizing approved right and people will uh, like screen cap a shot of what they're eating or drinking and Carl will either approve you or disapprove you the stuff you come up with and people just go with it I love it <laughs> I felt bad for the people you were disapproving oh my god because you can tell it's Ruizing re rejected oh yeah Ruizing rejected that's right do you remember one that you rejected Offhand? Yeah, someone made made uh, corned beef-flavored tofu. All right. 
and I, I rejected it with extreme prejudice, <laughs> yeah, and everybody that. went. They jumped on this fucking guy and just ate him. And this guy's like a cookbook writer or something in Los Angeles or something. I, I didn't give a fuck. Right. We're gonna get we're gonna get uh, one Ruizing by the end of this podcast. What do you mean? Uh, we got a couple things that uh, you're gonna tell us that are, are one is a good thing and one is a bad thing. How about oh, that for I a like little this. tease? I like this. at the end of the fucking podcast. Uh, one that uh, Carl approves of and one that he disapproves of. I like this. All right, but like anyway, um, as I was waiting for you to approve my my corned beef thing, that it's not as great as people think. No one's eating it today, the day after St. Patty's Day, as we record a this podcast. A lot of people are eating. Oh, yeah, because it's leftovers. You're right. But by the weekend, no fucking way. And then I, I threw in a fun fact because you were taking too long. And I'm like, <laughs> like, but pregnant women. Oh, and then the Twitter people on that one. And mm. it would be funny if they were going for the joke, but they mean it. I, I said that uh, pregnant women, when they're lactating and their breasts get really big and engorged and tight, it starts right. to really, uh, as much as it, it's hot as fuck. To look at only you. Oh, you know you have this pregnant lady thing, which <laughs> no, a talk- lot of people aren't on board. I'm with. talking about the engorged breasts when they're lactating. It's an it's it's it, that is really hot to see. But the problem with the women, <laughs> but the problem is it starts hurting the women and and it gets way too tight and way too big. And one of the home remedies is to put cabbage leaves on the breasts and it'll relieve the swelling and the pain. So I, I threw that fun fact out there, and then next thing you know, I got approved immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Ruiz. That's all it takes. Ruiz approved. Because you were thinking of engorged breasts. That's it. I was like, I don't know what the fuck he's even talking about anymore. <laughs> I'm all punch drunk. <laughs> and then I got really excited. Oh. And then, I don't know, then he then he takes it away. But at that point, I got my victory. I don't care. It was fun. Going, you, you know, I had a lot of fun on Twitter doing the Ruiz approved. And you know what I noticed is? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. So then the Twitter... Uh, people then they go why would you want to make them smaller yeah and i'm like and they're not even going for the joke they don't get the joke and i'm like because it's hurting the the women at this point i'm not i'm not a psycho yeah they're not they don't get it right anyway yeah the um you know what's fun about doing the uh ruizing approved with all the all the saint patrick's day is that there was almost no interference from the trolls so i'm sitting there i'm like why where, where would the trolls be and then i realized they're probably depressed because they don't have any friends or family. <laughs> <laughs> so they're sitting somewhere. <laughs> and everybody's all happy and sending pictures of their corned beef with their families. You know, like there's like a handful of trolls just sitting there drinking Pepsi fucking somewhere eating corn nuts. <laughs> You're a weird dude. <laughs> <laughs> just like, made me happy. <laughs> made you really happy? Because like trolls are just on this. They were sidelined. It, there was too much happiness on like Twitter. No yeah. one wanted to. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was awesome. You know, and then you have like every once in a while, you know, you'll have someone that just needs to inject politics into anything. Right. Uh, you know, Trump is an orange cabbage. Uh, what? <sighs> Stop. What is that, Opie? Which one? People need to stop talking about politics. It's it's. It's reta- it's ridiculous. Well, well, what I found funny, well, now you got me going. Trump went off on SNL again, and he has every right to do that. But the, but the other side of that would go. He's got to relax and stop spending time on Saturday Night Live. They go after every president since they started that show, and not one president has ever acknowledged or talked about SNL. Okay, but then people go, well, but they hit him harder than they ever hit any of the past presidents. I'm like, okay, maybe they did. I don't know. But I still think the president of the United States should not worry about SNL, okay? But then it comes out, which is hilarious, is that Trump was bitching about a rerun. (laughs) (laughs) 
do you not find that funny? I love it. I love it. But I got to tell you, I got to tell you. He was bitching about uh, 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 an episode that ran, I think, in December, <laughs> like three months ago. But I got to tell you about what he does. Yeah. I think everybody should stop for a second. Yeah. And realize what a simple playbook he has. Yeah. And it's genius. Yeah. Because it works. Because I don't think the media has the experience it used to. And this is what I tell people all the time. Right. When you take a second and walk through some of these news outlets and you actually see the editors and all these people. Yeah. They're children. Yeah. These are these are kids in their t- mid-20s. Right. Okay? And they're going against a president who's been a billionaire for like 20 fucking years and a New York shark right. billionaire. Right. And he has figured out that the media thinks and reacts in tweets. So he moves the ball oh, yeah. whenever he wants. You you had a massive shooting somewhere, right. right? Yeah. And he took at least 60% of the, I hate using percentages, but he took a big number of, yeah. of media, moved the ball, and they're deciding to tweet about SNL. Yeah. It's a rerun, sucker. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, he, he he's changing the conversation. He's changes yeah. the tone. You're not wrong. He directs everyone. He's like, oh, no, now look over here. Right. With one tweet. With one tweet, he's moving yeah. people. There was, there's an old... Uh, there's an old uh, Dave Chappelle uh, bit on the Chappelle show when it was the black president. And he was the thing. And they're asking him about, like, some money laundering. And he goes, we got to worry about Mars. And the other guy behind him goes, red rocks, red rocks. <laughs> and everybody's like, what the fuck are they talking about? And he, and he throws the coffee and runs away, you know what I mean, as the president. It's right. one of the best things. But that's what he does. That's what Trump's good at. He moves the ball on these people yeah. all day. I mean, when when I was growing up, the, the newsrooms were full of seasoned veteran reporters right. and, and journalists. Right. Now, the news wants to be the news. Right. Right? Every reporter, he injects themselves into the story. They want to be the story. They want to be the Instead story. Instead of reporting the story, they want to be part of the story. Look at that guy story. from CNN who's Cuban. Who? Uh, Acosta. Acosta. Jim Acosta? Jim Acosta. I love how he bothers Trump, though. But and dude, he doesn't give a fuck. That I'm saying he's not, he, you're not the news, bro. <laughs> no, I understand that part of it, but you see the, you see the one where, where Trump is pacing the stage like a leopard, and he, and, and if, if Trump wasn't president, he would have got off the stage and punched him in the yes. face. Yes. And at the last minute, he's, he, he realizes that he can't do that. Right. But then what I'm saying is- And but, then Acosta, they're grabbing the mic from him, and he's like, ah, <laughs> you're hurting me. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff's amazing. It's to watch. amazing, but the thing is, is remember, all these people are playing into his playbook, which is he he uses this right. to move the ball. Right. I've never seen because they let uh, Acosta back in. Of course, but they they never they never plan on keeping him out. The, no, I understand. The story for a week on CNN yeah. was a call Acosta. Yeah. Not whatever the fuck this guy is doing. Yeah, exactly. Nobody knows what he's doing. You're not you're not wrong, but I enjoy all of it. Bro, he came from a reality show, and he's still in a reality show. Right. He understands. Remember, remember, to, to be the number one rated show on NBC, yeah. you can't be fucking stupid. Right. You've got to know how to play the game, and you got to know how to manipulate people. Yeah. And he does. Yeah, you're not wrong. He lives in chaos. Everyone in the White House is getting fired every 12 minutes. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got his family in there. Jared Kushner's over there fucking buying half of Israel. No one knows what the <laughs> fuck's going on. Meanwhile, we're worried about, SNL was a rerun. We got you, President. We got you. Are you fucking serious? He's does anyone with... know what this guy is actually doing? He's <laughs> obsessed with Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alec Baldwin's an idiot. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. I I've mean, seen the guy. He walks in the middle of the street. Oh, my God. So I, he, used, to, I used to see Alec Baldwin all the time. So he used to... Uh, I don't want to... Uh, he, he used to have to come to my neighborhood. Let's just put it that way. Right. And so, he, so uh, because there was some place there that he needed to go to. Right. You could figure the rest out. Gotcha. And he... Uh, <laughs> and he was known... Management. He was known to walk in traffic so people don't bother him on the sidewalk. Oh, yeah. Right in the middle of traffic. Oh, so I used to know him uh, 10 years ago. Yeah. There used to be a little place on 14th Street called the Little Pie Company. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mr. Baldwin loved these little pies, right? (laughs) (laughs) So he... The first what kind time, of pie? I need to know. What do you think? What, uh, what kind of pie you think Alec Baldwin? Lemon meringue. Fucking can't get lemon enough of Lemon meringue. It. All right. So he was a lemon, and they made these little lemon meringues, and he would eat them like the Cookie Monster. <laughs> so, <laughs> yum, 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 yum. like literally, just shoved the whole thing in his face. It was unbelievable. He used to get three of them, two in a little box, and yeah. then one he would crush on the line. You think he would have meringue around? Yeah, I saw him. He had meringue all around his whole face. He looked like a clown, <laughs> like a clown guy with a whipped cream pie. Egg whites and sugar up top, up top. So, I know how to make meringue. So Bolden, Bolden would come in, and God forbid, yeah, someone would say something to him, and he would pop off. Uh, yeah, and this is when he was at the height. I mean, ten yeah, years yeah. ago. I mean, yeah. you know, Bolden was like, now everyone kind of knows he's crazy. Yeah, back then it was like kind of he's just an actor, like yeah. famous actor. He's a grump. And I remember this one time, this guy's like, Alec Baldwin? He goes, absolutely not! <laughs> As he's literally, the meringue is spitting out of his mouth. <laughs> just, just crushing mini lemon meringue pies. Dude, these little mini... That should be on a pay-per-view. <laughs> Would you want to see that? I used to see him all the time, and he dresses like a homeless person. Like, yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you guys must shop in the same store. Hey, I, I want to talk about Beto uh, to keep it fair because I loved your observation, but give me a second. And we're supposed to do Yelp reviews today, but I'm, we're already, I don't know if we're going to get to Yelp reviews, but we we're going to try. We'll tease. And then we're going to do uh, Carl's uh, Ruizing thing. We're going to one that's approved and one that's, uh, disapp- uh, right. that one that's uh, rejected. I like it. Okay. Okay, but I, I'm, we're going to do the, the reads finally in show. Holy shit, like a real show? Yeah. In show, like what a professional podcast. What are, we, what are we reads up today? Uh, we got... And it's all downhill from here. Well, uh, this the first one's going to be very awkward because it's Purple Mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just because Carl never unwrapped his Purple Mattress that the fine people at Purple Mattress got him, it doesn't mean he doesn't uh, appreciate you, your mattress, and your company. Is that a good spin? I kind of used it. Oh, you finally unwrapped? No. What, what you, it was all it rolled comes up. In, yeah, it comes in this big tube. Right. I kind of had sex on it, on the tube, with, with some girl, because it was stuck in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> And we kind of tripped on it when we came home. We were laughing, and then that's it. I went on full attack. There you go. There's an endorsement for Purple Mattress. But it's made by scientists. It is made by scientists. How do you remember this stuff, Carl? Because I own one. I'm a proud owner of a a PM. The founders of Purple are two brothers who have been developing cushioning technology for 30 years. John and Frank, good dudes. Uh, John and Frank on things like medical (laughs) beds and wheelchairs. In 2016, they finally decided to use their patented comfort technology to create Purple, the world's most scientific mattress. I'm going to use it in my new apartment, though. 
I think you're going to, right? I'll you... do a vlog about it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a vlogger? <laughs> what is a vlogger? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Keep going. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Feels different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses the brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. How cool mm. is that? But uh, we all know rocket scientists are bullshit because the the Earth is flat. It absolutely is flat. So uh, my TV girlfriend believes it. Really? The girl from that? From the- oh, the redhead. Oh, after we we're done with the live reads, I got to uh, talk about the redhead for a second. Isn't but, she nice? But maybe the rocket scientists don't really exist if they're uh, spending their time making mattresses so nice because they're cia agents that's oh. Ooh. living in my mom's house <laughs> <laughs> it was not like the memory foam uh, that we're used to from the old days right carl i don't like memory foam it makes me feel hot well uh, they got a different memory foam is no. what they're trying to Purple say Purple mattress here. is better yes but you wouldn't know that because yours is still in a fucking ball I'm treasuring it. <laughs> Carl's going to set up his purple mattress why very, we just very say, soon. Why couldn't we just say I was using it? Because I like, I, I just like making you feel like you uncomfortable. Me a, but you could have given me a little winky. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's great. I, I laughed myself silly when I went to the creepy cabin for the last time and saw the purple mattress still rolled up. He's going to unroll it, though. That's what's great about this. And then we'll talk about it on the podcast. 100-night risk-free trial. If you're fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund, backed by a 10-year warranty, free shipping and returns, free in-home setup, and old mattress removal. Yeah, they, they wanted to do all that. And I was like, just come in and have a beer, bro. <laughs> We're good. Just hang. Let's do some ruizing. Welcome. This is my girl. <laughs> You're going to love purple. And right now, uh, our listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. So at least go to their website. If you like this podcast, go to their website or text them right now. Just text Opie, O-P-I-E, to 84888. That's text Opie to 84888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text OPIE, O-P-I-E, to 84888. I have used the pillow. You did. That was good. Nice, right? Message and data rates may apply. Thank you, Purple Mattress. My bad. <laughs> well done. What's on deck? We do an on deck. Yeah, you want to do on deck? I'll do on deck because I've actually used on deck. You've used on deck? I've used, actually used it in my restaurants. All right, talk about on deck. So on deck is um, it's a small business loan thing. I'll tell you how I use it. We we uh, we got into a jam. We had a terrible storm once, and t- we had taxes and we had all this shit, and we didn't have the money for it. Did you, th- was that the time you lost all your food? Yeah, and we didn't have the money for it. And we called them up and we uh, we told them how much we make, and they checked our credit card processing stuff. They gave us a hundred thousand dollars in twenty four hours. Wow, hundred grand, twenty four hours. Wow, and, and most banks aren't going to do that. And my my ex wife did it. Certainly not in twenty four hours. My ex wife did it, right? Yeah. And her credit score is one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she won't give you back a pencil, let alone pay a bill. You know what I mean? I think you just sold on deck. But uh, yeah, no credit report, nothing in the and it is true. This is true. I'm not even reading the copy. It's, okay. it's what they did, and they they hooked me up, man. And uh, good for them. They really bagged it out. Well, I, I, we were tight. Right. I mean, between payroll, you know, end of year taxes, there was no way we were getting out of that hole. Well, it's definitely an option if you're looking for a loan. You know, just be responsible. And, you know, only get what you need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I like once we paid we paid it back. Yeah. Opie, I was just like, hey Marie, I was thinking. Maybe we can get another on deck and I can get a Ferrari. 
but uh, she used the money for vacation and hair extensions. Oh, I thought she, uh, I was ready to say for once she was responsible. But no, then you, she was. You hit me with the left hook. Yeah. Uh, if you're a small business owner and need access to capital, go to ondeck.com slash OP right now. As an exclusive listener to this podcast, you'll receive a free consultation with one of their U.S.-based loan specialists. Apply online or by phone and get approved in minutes. Go to ondeck.com slash OP. That's O-N-D-E-C-K dot com slash Opie. On deck.com slash Opie for your free consultation now. And thanks for, uh, thanks for uh, helping us out with the podcast, On Deck. We greatly appreciate it. Good company. Nice guys. There you go. Well, I just lost my job. And now we have to awkwardly go back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like it better when Joey goes, and now back to... But anyway, uh, you want to do Yelp reviews? How much time we got? Why, you want to do something else? No, we'll do whatever you want. Well, uh, we teased the Yelp reviews, remember? Okay. Uh, with the mellow yellow and all that? Oh, that was fun. That was that was uh, really, really fun. What's your take on Yelp? Let's start there. What's, what's my take on Yelp? Yeah, do you use it? God, no. Why would I? I don't, th- I, I, I don't think most people use it. I, I think more people use it than you think. I, for real? Yeah. And, and they take those reviews seriously that people put up there? I think they look at it as a composite. I think people are learning to read Yelp and, and, to and realize, be smart about it and realize there's a lot of just assholes out there that like to complain about a lot of things, and then you kind of put a, your own filter on it. You know what I use Yelp? I actually use Yelp in reverse. I use it as a directory. What I do is, you know, if I'm in an area that I don't know, yeah. I just put re- restaurants near me. Yeah. And then I'll look at, like, the top couple restaurants, and I'll see, you know, yeah. who's what, what's going on, and I'll go check one out. Right. But uh, what I've learned is, is the reviews on Yelp – have very little to do with the fucking food. Op. It's more about it's, the service. No, it's about them. It's about the actual reviewer. What do you mean? Well, it, it's all about how they feel, and they take nothing into consideration. Right. You know, like, like for example, like, that restaurant was cold. Says who? Right. <laughs> well, what's your cold meter, you fucking idiot? Right. Cold. Mm-hmm. Cold is very. Soda had too subjective. much ice. <laughs> right. What? What? You know, it's so objective, and it's uh, so yeah. you have so little, so little information for the, of another person, unless right. that person is shares your same DNA. Everything yeah. that you're saying doesn't make sense, and that's what people don't know how to review. Right. They just and and if you look at the way you write a review on Yelp. It encourages stupidity. Right. So, you know, if you only write one or two sentences, it won't let you post it. Oh, really? It'll say, we need more. We need more. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I've so never that, written a Yelp Yeah, uh, so go re- write a review. It, it encourages you just to babble. Is that why they get wordy? Yes. <laughs> That's the best part of these. Yes. When you find a bad one. And it's like, oh, and then the person's like, well, it was sunny on an August, December. I'm like, what the fuck is this people talking about? Right. And then I, ran, I, went, I went to do a review on my own Yelp, right? Yeah. And... Uh, I reviewed. I only have two reviews on my Yelp. My one is uh, the Burger King on Route 23, which I think is very clean. <laughs> so I reviewed the Burger King and I gave it five stars. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> because they, you know, the, but I go to this Burger King. The only reason I go to this Burger King on 23 is yeah. because whoever the franchisee owner is, yeah, decided to have an army of special needs people right. working there. Right, bro, not a damp tray in the house. Right. 
The bathrooms are spotless. I mean, right. the guy will clean the bathroom while you're taking a shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the, and not even notice you're taking the shit, the which is the beauty SEAL of it. Seal Team 6 in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you drop a fire, the guy's like, French fry! And they come running at you, French fry, French fry! We, uh, we have support. We have supported those people. Right. I say those people because I don't know what word you're allowed to use these days. Uh, Special needs, is that good? I think that's Handy, uh, capable-ish. What's what's the real term? I don't even know. I call them second gear because they can get out of second gear. Because <laughs> I come from the world, we just call them retarded. No, I'm not laughing. I'm not. I'm yes, you are laughing. No, I'm laughing at the stupidity right, of where yeah. we came from and where we are today. Yeah. That's why I'm laughing at that. And I know I just shocked everybody, but there was a time everyone just said that and thought it was completely acceptable. And then we went with. Uh, then I think we went with uh, mentally challenged, and then that's not okay anymore. Now it's like. Uh, uh, then we went. I think with head injured for a while. I don't know what is the what is the proper I, term. You just reminded me of something really really <laughs> funny. So. We're, we're, and I hope people understand what I was just the point I was making and why the laugh because it, I find it ridiculous how much change has gone on in my life and most of it I, I agree with to be honest with you right. but we we came from a fucking dark evil place with this stuff Dude. and didn't know better. There was we were opening a restaurant in New York City and one of the guys uh, that was running the construction company yeah. this guy was a wizard. Yeah. I mean when it came to building stuff. But they told me, when the inspectors come, keep Frank away from the inspectors because he talks like fucking Popeye. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Staten Island guy, maybe, maybe finished second grade before he got kicked out for something crazy. Right. I mean, a guy, but I mean, this guy could build a fucking restaurant like nobody's business. Right. So here comes the, uh, one of the, the building inspectors from the city. She comes. And uh, they we're looking at the handicap access. <laughs> and there's Frank. Frank goes, who is this fucking inspector? I got it. I said, Frank, I got it. He goes, you're a chef. What, are you going to hit it over a french fry? I got it. So he goes up there and goes, yeah, the, we, you want to check the grade on this, uh, on the ramp for the jelly legs? <laughs> I go, oh, my God. God. For the handicap people. Wow. He called them jelly legs. Did, he, the, did, he, did but, he mean it? Or That's what he called them. But did he know better? I don't know. But he wow. told the inspector. The inspector's face right. was unbelievable. And there I am. Like, ha, ha, ha. That's a good one, Frank. Go down, go downstairs and set yourself on fire. But you were laughing awkwardly, like uncomfortably. Like I was trying to make it a fucking joke. Yeah, because you The inspector knew, didn't think it was a joke. Yeah, because you knew you were in trouble now. I thought I was in trouble. Right. I mean, even to, to make me I mean, the place was in trouble. Yeah, the place. I mean, the inspector. When That's the not a good opening line. Jelly legs? This yeah, is the ramp for the jelly good. legs? Right. Not, not No, bueno. Right. But we passed. I mean, he, he built a hell of a restaurant. But that that's how far we've come. Of I mean, course. 15 years ago, saying jelly leg to somebody, right? people would just deal with it. Like, yeah. they wouldn't say anything. Yeah, of course. But, uh, you know, when he said that, I was like, wow. And now you can't say retarded. You can't say anything. No, I know. That's why I said that as, a, as an example of where we were right that was completely acceptable and right. it's not anymore obviously but i don't know what's acceptable what is the actual term i don't know but my point is over the years this is how we bring it around maybe jelly we, heads we always say that we always can't say anything we always supported uh wow i don't even know what i could say uh we always supported people that were uh, some would say a little slower is that a good way to say i it? think slow is bad right no i know 
so I really don't know what to say. Mentally challenged. I know that one's not no. That's bo- bad too. Yeah, that's no bueno anymore because you're pointing out the fact that they are lesser than. Everyone's supposed to be equal in this new world of ours, but so you can't really put a put a label on somebody. But we know what we're talking about right. here. And over the years on the radio shows, we always said that those people will give you a a hard day's work and a good good day of work. And let me they tell you will do their jobs properly and, and very very well. And one thing I've learned, I've worked with a lot of special needs people. Um, Is special needs okay? I don't know. I've, kids that have specific Down syndrome. Yeah. Right? Let me tell you something. You get them riled up. Right. They have the strength of a thousand men. Oh, no kidding. I've never... Why are they so strong? I don't know. I saw one rip a soda machine right out of the <laughs> fucking wall. No! I'm like... It's like, Carl, say something. I'm like, I don't, I don't speak that way. I don't, I'm just going to fucking clap. Tell him, good job. But I don't know what the fuck to do. He's going to kill me. Well, we uh, we had a term for that, too, that we can't, can't use. it. You know what I'm talking about. I know about. you can't. Blank straight. <laughs> but why was that bad? Everything's bad now. Because nothing is put into context. Yeah. You know, every, everything's a soundbite, so they just want to be upset with you. But uh, anyway, back to the thing. That's I yelped this 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 uh, Burger King because this franchisee really embraced these kids. Right. You know, like the guy that just retired from McDonald's you know, yeah. with Down syndrome. He was working there for 20-something years. I he think was, it was way longer than that, but whatever. Yeah. I thought they died. They don't thought they die like in 30 oh years? Oh, my God. Why? It, tr- isn't that true? I don't think so. People from, with Down syndrome don't live as long as we do. I don't know about Honestly, that. Honestly, I'm asking a medical question. Where's my brother when I fucking... I, I know uh, really tall people don't make it. You're like Great Danes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you, you know, walk around New York City, you're not going to see an old guy over over 6'5". You're just not. <laughs> well, you wait for Howard Stern to die. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that guy. Boo. Uh, boo is right. Big fan. Big fan of him and Robin. He, he, uh, he freaked out on Wendy Williams. Why? For stating something that a lot of people agree with, that he uh, dramatically changed and he's not the same guy that people fell in love with. And you know what? It's okay. He should embrace that. But he gets mad when people point out the fact that he went through a lot of change. Well, you know what? I think he, I think anyone in his position gets mad. Called the Wendy Williams a C and everything. Just lost his mind. Well, she look, she helped him come back to who he used to be then. Yeah, <laughs> because that's, that was old. Oh, that was old Howard. Right. I, I just think that Old Howard's long gone, and he should uh, talk about that with his uh, with his audience and explain. Yeah, man, I, you know, I uh, I did all that stuff, but I'm a, I'm a different guy now. All these years later, but he gets you. mad when you uh, when you point that out. The minute the minute he uh, he got hooked up with that girl Beth, it was over. I don't know. Yeah, because he fell in love with that life. Oh, I see. That life is intoxicating in New York. That elitist. But I don't that left wing elite, yeah. you know, like the, the 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 same people that pay for their kids to go to college. Fucking <laughs> 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 loser! Being a kid that had a scrape to go to a, a SUNY school, I find that hilarious, unbelievable. And and you know what? In the end, oh, I'm so glad we're bringing this up. That's just a dumb status thing. There are people, like I'm sort of in the, uh, well, no, my kids are in private school, but it's it's a thing you, a lot of people do do in Manhattan. They do get a better education. But then these these parents will brag about what private school they're in. Right. And, and I don't care. And m- one of my kids is already saying, Dad, I don't want to go to college. I'm like, you know what? If you don't want to go to college, I'm not going to be the one that forces you to go because I think I think in general college is bullshit. I, gotta, I, I, t- I think it's complete and utter bullshit at this point. And a lot of these kids are in horrific. Horrendous debt when they get out of college. I got it. Sometimes t- it works and it, and it makes sense. Sorry, Carl. Go ahead. 
I, no, I'm, I'm just literally agreeing with you a thousand oh, percent. Because I'll tell you, in my world, like I, uh, I became a, I, I had a decent career as a radio guy, right? I started out on Long Island with a horrendous Long Island accent. I got a stammer. I might have a little di- a touch of dyslexia, maybe, and a touch of some other things. Keep on touching. And, <laughs> and I went to a SUNY school, and I beat out everybody that went to all the big-name right. schools. Uh, like uh, uh, Boston University was a biggie, and Syracuse was a biggie, and I think Temple down there in Pennsylvania, a biggie in the broadcasting field. I fucking uh, was better than all of them. So I didn't need a, a, a parent that was trying to get me into one of these prestigious schools. I, I did it on my own, bitches. I didn't Photoshop myself on a... Uh, Dude, have you seen the shit they're saying? It is, this is the best story. They, like, and they got lazy. They Photoshopped their kids' faces on like a, a, a rowing crew or whatever. One of those prestigious sports, right? Right. Like a volleyball player or I'm trying to think maybe tennis. They, they were lazy. They didn't even go out of their way to maybe get, like, let's say, a Yale University tennis outfit and put their stupid kid in that. Un- they photoshopped it. They, they were lazy. Unbelievable. And they got away with it for years. Fuck those people, and they should yank those kids out of those uh, colleges. Well, the one I don't girl care already- how well they're doing now because they're in there. Yank them all yeah, out. Yeah, you have to bring Yank them, them all gotta out. you got to bring justice. But, but that's, that shows that, that this college thing. Is a fucking business. It's a it's a massive business. My brother, who's uh, in the financial world, right. he says that's the next bubble. That whole thing it is has gonna, to be is gonna be a massive bust. He goes watch watch Opie, this I, thing. I opened a I opened a I opened a implode a restaurant in a university. Yeah, like I was the the chef of this. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I'd seen it all, right? Like the bureaucracy of things. Right. If you see the way a college works quote unquote it's unfucking believable right it's a business oh it's a massive business and there for every student there's three fucking people with these titles and these jobs right that no one even knows like for us to get a fork approved like oh here comes the president of the science right and then everybody has to stop at the restaurant they in these old fucking professors right who usually were unsuccessful in their private life right Right. Like, I met so many professors, like, in, in the culinary world, you know, usually the guys that are teaching, you know, they're 20-year battle axe guys that have been cooking, and, you know, right. now they, they want to slow down because their knees are yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, These are professional professors. Right. Like, they teach about shit that they've never dealt with in the real world. They've literally been teachers their whole fucking life. Right. They, know, they live in a complete vacuum. Yeah. Complete vacuum. Yeah. And you see them walk in, and they have the hands of a prince. Like, I look at these dudes, and I'm like, you know, with their little tweet. It's it, literally, they're a cartoon of themselves. Yeah. And they, they cross their legs all tight like they got nothing in their pants. You know what I mean? Right. And they just sit there, and they just, they talk in these fucking, what do you call those? When you just talk like a, you sound like the Bible. Like, you, in, like it's like oh, a geez. soliloquy or something. Like, they just, I, I they just it, have I, these speeches for I, everything. I call it talking like an asshole. It, talking like an asshole. Like trying to impress you with language and, and they, stupid big words. <laughs> and they don't talk to any of the students. They have their own tables, their yeah. own area, and they live yeah. in this fucking bubble. Yeah. 
And they and they've been making. You can't fire them. You can't do anything. Right. And these are teaching our kids. And they got. They make crazy. They uh, make money and the benefits money. and the cars and they yeah. all have like. Yeah. They get free apartments off campus and shit. Like they live like fucking kings. Well, that's why. Like, uh, who you got? You got Elizabeth Warren saying free college for everybody. Bernie Sanders free college. That's never going to happen because it's such a big, huge business. You're never going to get that done. You got to wait for the whole thing to implode, which it's going to, according to my brother. Because a kid shouldn't uh, be in, in ridiculous debt after they get out of college. I was in crazy debt from a SUNY school because, uh, as we got, went over on past podcasts, not right. a lot of money for the Opster yeah. when it's time for college. So, you know, I, my student loans were crazy for a SUNY school. Right. And when I finally hit and made it, that was the best check I ever wrote was, here's your stupid fucking money and you're not getting any more interest here's off your me, tw- you Here's your bitch. $27, I'll see you later. Honestly, it was probably like ten, fifteen thousand. That's but a lot of money. That was a lot of money for me before For a state I hit. school. It's a lot of money for anybody. Yeah. I'm, I'm fully aware of that. And it gets way worse. You, you talk to people and they're like, I'm in debt, 50000 60000 100000 How do you, you know, and just because you got a degree, you still got to, you got to pay that back. But a degree it's in insane. What? A the degree money. In what? College should not uh, be that expensive. It shouldn't. It shouldn't put these kids in that type of debt. It's ridiculous. But you go to these schools like like my brother went to Harvard, right? Yeah. I mean, you walk around there. I mean, the money is just yeah. The just campus is cr- there's none of that stuff is necessary. No offense, but a large percentage of people. Let's go with Yale. Your brother, it was worth it, obviously. But a large majority of those people, it's not worth it. But uh, but it's a prestige thing in their own communities and their own you know with their own people and stuff. And this, your dad could brag to another dad that his son goes to Yale. But that's all it is. Who it's all legacy. Fuck. Like, my brother's in that world now, right. believe it or not, because now he's part of that. Yeah, but he at least got a real education from Yale, and it paid off. How many, how many... No, he went to, my brother went to Harvard, Yeah, but my brother is different because he's a doctor. Mm. He actually does something. But these people that go there for liberal arts, what the fuck are you doing? That's what I'm saying, those people. You know, my brother's a my brother's a plumber for yeah. for all intents and yeah. purposes. It's he yeah. used Harvard like going to a tech school. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He had to learn a, a trade. Yeah, there's a percentage of people that they come out of Harvard, and it was well worth it. Obviously, I don't know what that number is, but I don't think it's that high. And I think for the rest of them, it's like just bragging rights. But how far does that get you after a while? How far does that get you with the 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 student loans and everything that you have to pay back. I mean, every once in a while you get a kid that hits like that robot uh, Zuckerberg whatever. He fucking... Yeah, of course. Of course. And but... those two brothers that fucking sued him for a lot of money. Right. That was yeah. nice. That was a nice power move on those kids. Yeah, they did all right. They got Facebook money without Facebook. I forgot their names. The twins. Oh. <laughs> the twins. I think their names are Roland and Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God damn it! I enjoy. That. Now we're not doing Yelp reviews, and I'm shutting down this episode of the podcast. I just made you mad. No, nah, it's all right. Uh, we're almost past all that garbage from the past. Fuck! What a mess. Um, but I'm so happy that they got caught, dude. Opie sending their little cherub children to these big universities. Now, I want everybody to figure this out. Yeah. Let me tell you what's what I don't understand is that one girl, Felicity. Yeah. What's that lady's name? Felicity. She's married to the guy. Yeah, that, that was uh, in Fargo, and the guy that looks homeless. Yeah. What's his name? Well, I've talked Edward to Edward jo- Edward H. Jones. No, it's uh, oh my god, I forgot his name. The he's main the, guy. He's named after department store Macy's. Oh yeah, yeah Macy. Yeah Macy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. let me ask you a question. Sure. How did she get popped, and he didn't? Because he she was probably doing all the uh, applying. 
I think he ratted on her. Do you think William H. Macy turned state's evidence and said, "Oh, I know how to get because her back. where I because where I come from, when everybody gets pinched and the one guy's out on Monday and everyone else had to wait till Saturday, <laughs> that Monday guy <laughs> put him in a dumpster." All right, I'm just saying it. May, just let my intuition work on this right. one. Something's going on there. I love just trying to find the funny in the stuff and just knowing that they were photoshopping their kids. <laughs> Bro, but they are stupid faces on athletes' bodies. For the last week, all I've been doing <laughs> so lazy. is putting in the hashtags and they keep pulling out like all that all those girl all those women's like old tweets. Yeah, like yeah. tweeting about education yeah. and hard work. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bullshitters. <laughs> like one was like, uh, you know, Trump, yeah. he said something about the president that, he, you know, he got deferred from Vietnam like five right. times. I'm right. like, that didn't age well. Yeah. <laughs> You're a full-blown felon. Even though even though I nowadays I have money, I'll always be just, just, just a runt from Long Island. But don't you think that that being a runt from Long Island helped like you I'll, get all that money? Yeah, but I'll I still have that mentality. Oh, so yeah, when you I do. see the entitled people, I never go through my life thinking I'm entitled. Trust me on that. Right. But when I see the real entitled people get caught, it makes me so happy. Oh my god, the girl and the girl. Imagine the girl. I'm not a runt, by the way. You're not a runt. I'm more of a. I meant to say mutt. Just You're a, a mutt. Just a mutt. You're a mutt. Well, uh, every other uh, dog owner is trying to go for that pure breed. We always try to go with a little mutt. Because <laughs> you know what? If you know anything about uh, dogs, the mutts are the smart ones. Yeah. Except for those. In general. Except. Poodles is pretty smart. Why do people always say poodle? Every poodle I know just bites people and shakes. Oh, they're angry, too. They're angry. Well, if you had to walk around looking like that, I know that's a hack joke. You'd be angry, too. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there's any dog smarter than a border collie. Uh, we had collies, a border collie, like the Australian ones, with the one with the one green eye, or whatever. They do all those, t all those oh, okay. tricks. And I'm shit. not sure what kind of. We had a couple. Uh, Have we you ever seen them move sheep? No. Please go on YouTube and watch border collies moving sheep. They've okay. made designs and oh, shit. Oh wow, yeah. We we had it. Honestly, when we did go pure breed, we did have uh, Fresca was a was a, a pure breed collie, really smart. And Sprite a, was uh, a collie mix. You know. By the way, on the Facebook group, Opie Radio Podcast, they pointed out how funny it is that we named all our dogs oh, and my family after <laughs> but soda, soda, but we weren't allowed to drink soda in our house. What a torture. <laughs> you mom. screaming Sprite all day. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to drink powdered milk and, and, and glasses of water oh, from my, the tap. Oh, my. <laughs> my mom was a twisted... I'm surprised your mom didn't name them like practical names, like burnt credit cards <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and stolen rocks. <laughs> but I, I had to say on that post on the Facebook group, I'm like, this is the first time in my life I'm realizing this, yeah, that all our dogs were named after soda, but we really, really weren't. It wasn't that we weren't allowed to have soda. We just simply didn't have it in the house because it was uh, too expensive. Fucking twisted, man. What a life you've had, man. Unbelievable. But anyway, uh, the college thing uh, just made me very, very I, I I'm enjoying the story. They're, they can't can't talk about it enough. I yeah. I watch every part of it of watching these people fall apart. Yeah, and you know there's a lot more people. There's right. a lot more people with better lawyers than these dum dums. Yeah, and I'm I, I got my foot in that world a little bit because you know I do have money in Manhattan and 
but we don't we don't buy into any of it. Yeah, I've told this in the past where like parents that we barely talk to because they'd say stuff like this. They're like, how many languages do your kids know? And I'm like, uh. and at the time when it, they first asked that question, my kid was three or four. I'm like, one, barely. Barely. And then they're bragging that their their kid is already talking Mandarin and this and that and, and how many activities are they involved in. I'm like, when they when they tell me what activity they're into, then then we'll push them into that. Right. My my daughter finally said, "I want to do gymnastics." Guess what? She's really into it now. But before that, we didn't push her into anything. We're waiting for them to kind of show us the light, because I want them to just be kids. You should see some of these these kids. They go from 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 pickup right to this activity, right to the next activity. Then their music lesson, then their Mandarin lesson, then their tennis lessons. I'm like, you're 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 raising what's going to be a very bitter kid. Well, let me tell a you. A very bitter kid. This is out of experience. I had 11 years experience with kids. Yeah. Um, and I don't regret any of it. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about having patience, right? But, uh, you know, living in an affluent community in New Jersey, very quickly I realized that parents just don't want the fucking kids around. It's that fucking simple. 100%. I mean, the truth is you you're paying to have the world raise your kid because you don't even want to fucking deal with it. hundred percent. I mean, what I, what I used to see, you know, growing up, you know, having these kids grow up in Madison and Chatham and all that was a lot of lonely fucking kids. Yeah. Lonely fucking kids. I mean, there was no difference between them and latchkey kids, except they were doing projects or doing this or, right. But these kids would leave the house at seven 30. They wouldn't be home till eight o'clock at night. No. And it's one activity after one another, after another, which is also known as one babysitter after another. One so babysitter. the parents could go off and do some other shit. Yeah. And I'm not talking for every parent out there because there are parents that give a crap about their kids. But in New York city, I see it all the time. I'm lucky that uh, I'm a stay at home dad at this point. Right. I had a chance uh, to, to eh, whatever. Uh, let's just put it this way. When Sirius moved me to the point where I couldn't see my kids anymore, like I, I walked him to school and then I didn't see him till 7, 30, 8 o'clock at night, I was really mad and bitter. Because right. at this point in my life, I'm like, you know, I'm lucky enough where I don't have to do that anymore. Right. So when they moved us to afternoons, that really made me really mad. And now right. that I'm not in that world and I could be home with my kids, I, I, I appreciate every moment of it. I could be a better dad and we all could be better parents. Right. But I'm, I'm not stupid because, you know, fast forward, we could be back in uh, the full-time world and stuff. I want to make sure I take advantage of the fact that I could do it now. So I take my daughter to uh, gymnastics class with my wife. She wants to be there, too. And you see all the parents, if the parents are even there, most of them have their nannies with them. They're yeah. all on their phones as, as their little kids are doing pretty exciting, amazing things. And they're out of their minds. And, and you see the kids looking yeah. over the railing to see if their parent is right. actually paying attention and looking. And sadly, they're not. No. Sadly, they're not. And I'm there with my stupid camera, you know, taking videos when I can and, and, and uh, just being there because I want to be. Bro, I've been at kids' birthday parties that the nanny threw them. Yeah. Nannies would throw the fucking birthday yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've, had, I've been to a and the few parents of those. Would, the parents would show up, like, in the middle of a birthday party, wind the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they both were in different meetings. Like, the, the wife was at dinner with somebody, yeah. and the husband was at dinner with someone else, and they just show up at the house, the two Range Rovers. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't raising kids. This is raising, a, a, like, some kind of, you're using your child as an accessory. Yeah. You know, well, just for Christmas pictures. I want to be careful how I talk about this because I know there's some parents that work hard and they have no choice, obviously. But then well, that was my. The, but that, that was. But then there's others that 
obviously are making choices where it doesn't include their kids. Well, let me tell you them grow up. I'm saying this from a point where my 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 father wasn't available because he had to work two fucking jobs. Right. You know, so you know. You know the difference. I know the difference. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. You know, the kids just want you to be available. Yeah. I think the best teaching for a kid is just to hang out with them. Yeah. You know, not having the kid make the kid a fucking samurai. Yeah. Fucking. I mean, uh, these t- these karate class. They take these kids for two hours at these karate things. Yeah. And these karate teachers have nothing else to do. They make them run laps in this fucking <laughs> in this rubber room. They yeah. make, like they just try to tire them out. These but kids there's are some so- kids in there because they really want to do karate and all that. And then there's other kids that are pushed into some of these things because their parents don't want to be bothered. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure and they want to do the karate. Time. But I, I think it's it's the the new the, the only way that kids socially interact. I mean, there's no more neighborhoods anymore. Yeah, kids no. don't fucking walk around. Everything's and, a play date. Everything's God, a play date. So stupid. And then if you don't like the parents, you're not gonna you're gonna you're gonna you know. <sighs> yeah. There was times I would you know take you know take the like me- mess up a friendship with my kid because I thought the play date sucked for me. I'm yeah. like I don't want to go there, so I'd be like, yo, this father's weird. Well, we ain't go there anymore. No I'm not going to lie, we we kind of, there's some of the fathers that are so cool, and I'm like, hey, why don't you uh, play with uh, Blah Blah? Because yeah, I mean, he puts boogers on me, Dad. I'm like, oh, you can't, can't deal like, with it. Oh, no. Oh, no, the kid sucks. <laughs> what do you mean he doesn't like, oh, oh no. no. He has a peanut allergy? <laughs> right. right. He really is a jerk to you? Fuck, his father's so cool. I, I want to hang out with him. Fuck, why does the kid have oh, to no. suck? I know that happens all the time. In the in the school before the one they're in now, um, I, I was, you know, I walked them to school every day. And then, like, um, end of the year, you know, they're sort of, quote, graduating right. from preschool or whatever. But it's still exciting, you know, for everybody. You would see parents and you're like, who are you? And they're like, oh, I'm Blah Blah's mom or I'm Blah Blah's dad. And I would look at them like, this is the first time I'm seeing you the entire year. Huh? There wasn't one time you, wow. you were out of work that you could have brought your kid to school or picked them up. Wow. That always blew me away. And the richer the, they are, the more you see that. And the, But there was enough of, of us where we saw each other enough, and we got to know them as uh, hmm. people, the parents of the kids and stuff. But there were a couple, two, maybe, ah, whatever, just a few right. every, every year where you're seeing them for the first time at the end of the year because they – they begrudgingly took a day from their, their their jobs, I guess, or whatever it is, going to Europe or whatever they do, to be there for at least the, the last day of school. Did you ever get pinched going to the single mom's house? What do you mean? Oh, my God. So so there's a thing that happens in the suburbs. Maybe it probably happens We don't too. have single moms, though. So there's like there was this woman, like, divorced. Yeah. She kept the house in Chatham, and she was hot, bro. She did yoga all day in the backyard and shit. And... Everyone who had kids the same age, like all the dudes. <laughs> Wait, I got stop yeah, go ahead. I heard you. Yoga in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. What's that about? Like she would just like stretch out in like a little yoga suit, and or sometimes in a bikini. Like we could all see. We all <laughs> that's have what I mean. And we, like she, she knew people were driving by and could uh, take a picture. So okay, that's why I want to slow you down. So so she was a smoke show. So whenever we had like the kids or something, they'd be like. Oh, we're going to Kimberly. You know, can we go to Kimberly's house? I'm like, I got it. And then it, I next thing you know, I go there's like 12 kids with dudes, like the husbands, <laughs> and we're all just drinking wine with the lady. Like, you know, <laughs> meanwhile, the kids are fucking eating plastic and shit. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> There'd be kids crying, and we're just all around this beautiful marble <laughs> kitchen island, just staring at this lady. <laughs> and like. Her play dates were fire, bro. They were lit. Every fucking dude. I look were, up, I'm like, 
Rich, what are you doing? <laughs> your kid's 12. <laughs> I know your kid doesn't like this kid. Your kid doesn't even Why go to this school. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't your kid in college? <laughs> oh, my God. It was, she was so And you hot. got pinched for this? I got pinched. Oh, that's funny. I got pinched. Because, and I remember what happened was, so um, there's always one guy that's a rat. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's always one guy that messes it up. Yeah. So then one night. You know, the kids started leaving with their parents. You know, everyone's every every guy has like a like a limit. They would get a text like, "All right, come home." Yeah, you know what I mean. It's eight. I'm sure you guys ate the pizza already at the <laughs> pizza party. So it's like ten fifteen, and Marie was working, and I was at the house, and she pulls up in the fucking minivan. <laughs> it's just me and this lady, and the kids are sleeping on the couch. <laughs> You're still there, and I'm still here. I got red teeth from all the fucking Pinot. <laughs> <laughs> and we got the fire going, <laughs> and, and I ma- I whipped her up. I whipped her up a little salmon dish. <laughs> and your kids are passed out. And the kids are sleeping on the couch. Even the dog is sleeping. <laughs> She pulls in. Did she come in hot? She she came in fucking hot, bro. She that fucking that shuttle lost a couple tiles in re-entry, bro. That thing was coming in hot. Oh, oh, hi, Marie. What time is it? I'm like, oh my god, we had the kids. Oh, we lost track of time. I guess the kids had so much fun. They're like, you only have one. You only have the girl. We uh, Robert's in the car. (laughs) I'm like, oh, okay. I thought I brought both of them. (laughs) And where is she? I don't know. She's around here somewhere. (laughs) And then the and then the kid to make it like, and then and then the and then my my stepdaughter make it even worse comes from the living room. You know, yeah, wrenching yeah. her eyes. Yeah, you know what I mean. In, the, in wearing the the friend's pajamas. Now <sighs> we can't find her clothes, and it's just awkward. I just made a dinner for this lady. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there since three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> it's ten thirty at night. We got music on the. We got music, through, and it's piped through the house. So there's like slow jams going on. <laughs> Is that Lucifer's? Oh my God! It was. Ju- I mean, it couldn't have looked. Any worse. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And I really, you know, Uh, she was a good sport, that one. Yeah, good for you, Carl Ruiz. But, uh, you know, I... uh, yeah. I kept my, uh, you know, that's what I do, man. <laughs> I mean, you just got to wear them out. <laughs> and there was guys in there in the running. Right. But there was no way. You went with your long game. I went the long game. And I know when I got it, it was like somewhere like 8.15, 8.30. She's yeah. like, I'm hungry. So she's like, uh, chef, why don't you look at my fridge, see if you can make me something. And I see everybody else roll their eyes like, we're out. <laughs> there we go, right. fucking Superman. Right. And I took out the salmon. I started talking to her about wild salmon and the difference and how to steam it. She had a bamboo steamer she's never had. It was just lights out, bro. And it was like, all right, take care. <laughs> And your wife's just staring at the wall clock. And then I guess one of the dudes must have ratted me out or something. And, and then she came in Called hot. one of Marie's. Right. Like, told his wife. Right. Carl's still over there. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then that wife called Marie, and then right. here comes the Honda Odyssey coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> She's got one kid sleeping in the back. I got the other one. I didn't know which one I had. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, you. You're you, coming. That's right. That's who I came with. <laughs> 
It's I mean, the best. We went through a sixer of fucking wine. It was clean, man. It was a clean. Look, we're not going to do better than that. <laughs> so this is what I'm going to do. We are going to promise you that we're going to do really bad Yelp reviews on the next episode of the OP Radio Podcast with Carl Ruiz. Okay? We're getting organized. We're going to go right into Yelp reviews. Got You'll it. see. And also, we're going to do uh, maybe not a, a feature, but I, but it made sense today uh, where uh, we're going to do one approved Ruizing. Perfect. And one uh, rejected Ruizing. Perfect. All right? You want to give people an example? Uh, no, we'll just do it on the next podcast. Perfect. Okay? And, uh, uh, oh, uh, I should tease this too. Yes, Sherrod, um, Sherrod uh, told me to watch Tales from the Tour Bus, the Mike Judge series. It's okay. on Cinemax and it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. I, I started binge watching it. Okay. I'm five, six episodes in. I'm going to watch the rest of the first season. And then Sherrod, Vic, and hopefully Carl, we're going to go to Get Parts or somewhere. And we're just going to do a podcast on this series. It's so damn good. What podcast are we doing for my birthday? Oh, I don't know. We got to figure that out soon. And that's right around the corner. Got to figure that out. You want to do something for your birthday again? I want, to, I want to party at Get Parts. Have some people come down. All right. Let's make it casual, though. It doesn't have to be over the top. It won't be over the top. We'll pick a day really soon. We'll announce it on the Facebook group, Opie Radio Podcast, and we'll announce it on the podcast. I thought we're going to be six people in Manhattan, and our fans aren't in Manhattan. That's true, but whatever. Yeah, all right, we'll do something. We'll do like a a live taping of the podcast for your birthday at Get Parts. How's that sound? We'll do an open mic. People can come and do that. That'll be fun. So you can come and just say whatever the fuck you want. That'll be fun. We'll have Mike just wander around with a microphone. No, because then Mike's going to talk. Oh, you you want him to actually get in front of everybody? Yeah. 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 That's that's a great idea. I like that, and uh, and then uh, I just got to acknowledge before we wrap up the this episode that you got a beating on the Facebook group. Did I really for, for whacking it to the redhead? <laughs> <laughs> that's your. That's on you. Oh, that's your fucking fault. <laughs> that was strong. That was strong. I'm so happy you went with it. I'm like, nah, Carl, be fine. I'm fine. It was the redhead from the Flat Earth documentary that Carl found a bit attractive. And boy, a, did they go with it and oh, give you a beating on the oh God, The pod squad. <laughs> oh, the pod squad went all in on Oh, you. my God. There's pictures of her and people fucking the little jerk-off station next to their TV. <laughs> and all the tissue memes. All the tissue memes are the best. <laughs> anyway. What a life, huh, man? It's great. Okay, so on the next uh, episode, we're, we're going to go right into bad Yelp reviews. Let's do that. And the, and the Ruizing thing, okay? Anything you want to promote? Nope. <laughs> That's it? Uh, follow me. I'm following the Pod Squad now. Get on the Pod Squad on Facebook. and uh, We're having a good time there, man. People are. I'm starting to respond and stuff. Yeah, it's fun in there. We're, we're keeping it light and easy. You could do all that hate and negativity everywhere else. Just go with it and have fun with us. What's That's with all the haters? What do they hate? What do they? Hating? I don't know at this point. Do you I think don't it's know. like? Do you think it's just? But everyone deals with it. It's sad. Did That's why these Facebook groups are becoming popular. By the way, if you notice, if you're on Facebook at all, everyone's on groups because it's more contained in there. You can control the atmosphere because people are kind of sick of it. They want to just have fun again and laugh and just get stupid. Oh, just... That's what I'm finding with our Facebook group. People are like, look, I could go everywhere else for all that other stuff. If I want to hear the gossip and this and this and the fake news and all that. But in here, we're just busting each other's balls because we all enjoy the podcast. That's it. That's as simple as that. Yeah, it's better that way because I think Twitter, the amount of people that actually 
add content as opposed to everyone else was just like yeah i know like you could write anything yeah you know what i mean like i, I put a picture of a of a, of an a wankel rotary engine yeah that had nothing to do with anything right that's your mom's face. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm having a car conversation with somebody. Like, what does my mother have to do with an engine? Nothing. Like, it's almost <laughs> like they audition for these. Yeah. They want to be outrageous. And, and what's funny is I was talking to, I got into an exchange with the troll once, and they said to me, and they were dead serious. They're like, dude, you have your job on Twitter, and I have my job on Twitter. Yeah. I'm like, Wait, what? <laughs> right. Like, you get paid to fucking... No, you don't. Right. They think it's their well, responsibility. I, I mean, maybe it makes them feel better. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of people out there that are that are trolls that could easily be on the other side. Because they're, be they're, actually, they're actually funny. Yeah. They're actually talented with the Photoshopping yeah. and, and the memes and stuff. But they're just misguided. They really are. It's like just and move, you br- and just, you bring out the worst because you just you just feed them. You feed uh, them. But just move over, move over, get out of the the darkness, get out of not the shadows. All, not all of them, you know, but some of these people they they're just misguided. You're like, dude, you're you're actually talented and funny. Do you mute and you're photoshopping block? and uh, I'm I'm more of uh, a mute slash just leaving it alone at this point. I block, man. I don't want to deal with you anymore. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm just finding myself uh, n- just not checking my Twitter as much. How many blocks do you have? Probably about uh, 17,000. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up, Joey. <laughs> hey, we're done. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> 17, 17G. <laughs> Man, Greg blocked more people than who follow me. Yelp will have to wait to the next episode. Don't forget to rate us five stars at Apple. Subscribe if you haven't already. Follow Carl on Instagram, on Twitter. No, maybe not Twitter. But join Greg's Facebook group, the Opie Radio Podcast. If you haven't already followed me on Spotify, please do so. If you have, I thank you sincerely. We'll leave you with a few calls at 888 Opie. Hey, guys. Sean Rossler, Squad member and host creator of the Chorus Grind podcast. Again, Joseph, you sultry voice boy. Thank you for taking my call. You're a good egg. <laughs> thank and, you. And, uh, hey, whoever's running it, great job on the Facebook page. I was able to connect with Baby Bird, Pat Duffy himself, and share some memories of a certain H cup Jane. Good times to be had there. Oakster, Gregorio, Greg, Mr. Shocker. You continue to hit pay dirt with this show, man. Um, the positivity is infectious. One might say viral. Ooh! But seriously, the old saying of leaving behind that, which no longer serves you really couldn't hold more true. And Carl, Mr. Ruizing himself, you're truly the most clear cut and literal example of someone walking what they talk. The shows are gold. You got to keep it up. And speaking of shows, 7:30 p.m. Friday, May 24th, the Course Garden Podcast is live from the Study Bar in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. So, any of you Pod Squad members, or uh, hey, people on the show, if anyone's in the area and a fellow Pod Squad member, you want to come up, say hi, enjoy an evening of ridiculousness, feel free. And uh, Greg, Carl, should you be so inclined, I'll keep a seat or two open for you on stage. Just saying. Punching out. Hey, Joey, it's Creamy Butters. I'm having, I am over the moon. 
I'm really enjoying this college cheating scandal. It's a, the story of dishonest, wealthy people cheating the system and just to get their dumb kids into school. And now honest, wealthy people are angry because their smart kids can't get into those schools. And middle and lower class people are angry. And I don't know why they're angry because they can't afford to get those kids into those fucking schools. Because I know my daughter is the smartest and hardest working person I know. And she's going to the best state school that she can afford. <laughs> uh, two of the uh, dishonest wealthy people are Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huff, or as I call them, Dirty Aunt Becky and Fancy Frances McDermott. Uh, Huff paid fifteen grand to get her kid into school, and Laughlin paid $500,000 to get her two kids into school, making me feel that her kids aren't the dumbest girls in their family. Uh, everyone can enjoy this. Black and white, rich and poor, Democrat and Republican, vegan and vegetarian. There's uh, there's no losers here, except for the kids. Those guys are losers. A couple hundred grand to get into USC, and the kid can't even fucking spell USC? This is just the greatest day in the world. And being from Massachusetts, it's one of those rare opportunities where I don't have to listen to Elizabeth Warren, who I voted for. Uh, I don't have to listen to her bitch about it, because it's about lying to get into college. She can't say shit. All right. Have a nice day, boys. Later. Gentlemen, it is Mark and Billy. Back from vacation, the fearless leader of the pod squad is here. After a nice, relaxing few days in Clearwater, I figured I would restart, rejuvenate it, come back as a nicer, kinder, gentler nice. uh, Sergeant Mark from Philadelphia, and I can't. No, I got to give a couple big fat fuck yous to the two fat fucking slobs that got on a goddamn fucking airplane right behind me and started eating a fucking onion hoagie. Are you fucking kidding me? How the fuck is it possible that you two fat fucks were allowed to walk in with that monstrosity of a sandwich, sit behind me of all fucking people? Fuck you, you two bitches. Go Harper. Glad you had a good vacation, Mark. Welcome back. All right, get yourself a Ruizing hat at opradio.com. And once again, Joey Salvia from the Westwood One Podcast Network's Opie Radio.